This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 314, how to paraphrase the question on IELTS Writing Task 1. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. To get the score you need, you must paraphrase the question in writing task one. We'll show you how to do it so that you don't lose points. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on, Jessica? How are you feeling today? I'm I'm feeling good. Yeah. We've <laughs> I sound surprised when I say that. Because for the for the past few days, I've just been exhausted. This whole Yeah. I didn't realize how much kindergarten would like rule our lives when oh, like wow. getting into this school routine. Um, developing this new routine with James and still, you know, trying to work in all of the other stuff that you need to do in life, like work and get your dog outside and go grocery shopping, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. There's, there's a lot to do, but of course his schooling is, has been the first priority and everything else has just sort of yeah. fallen away. So now that we've, mm-hmm. now that that's established as a priority, now we're able to slowly pile on all these other things we have to do around it. So I feel like I've, I feel like I got this. I feel like, you know, we figured it you out. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just sometimes <laughs> I, it's kind of, it's kind of similar to when you start a new job and the first yeah. couple of weeks are just so intense and overwhelming and stressful because yeah. you're learning all these new things, learning a new routine, but then you slide into a bit of a routine mm-hmm. and it just feels much more manageable. The brain has to take on certain habits and then it's True. not stressed out anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Because you spend so much time I'm wondering and worrying, like, is this right? What time should I leave? What time, you know, like all these details, but then eventually you just know these things and you don't have to stress out about them anymore. So you have all this free mental space to think about other things. That's true. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So I'm glad to hear you're getting there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How are are you mentally today, Lindsay? Feeling strong? (laughs) Mentally today? I'm feeling good. I went for a little jog. I switched up my exercise routine and went for a jog, like, in the middle of the day to try that and see how that was. But uh, yeah, you know, just uh, switching things up, seeing, you know, I think I need variety more than I realized that I do. Like I need change every day. I need to be doing different things. I like to get into routines, but I think at the basic layer, I like variety. So true. I'm stuck with that, trying to negotiate that. How do you get your work done and stay consistent, but also have some variety in your life, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like taking these elements of a routine, like, you know, these things 
things that have to be part of your routine, but not not yeah. getting burnt out because you're doing the same thing every day. And like you're doing yeah. it, sometimes it's as simple as instead of working out in the morning, work out at night or instead of, yeah. right? Just like just switching stuff up a little bit every day because that keeps us on our toes, right? That keeps us on our toes. Exactly. We can get kind of complacent and find that we're not even participating in the thing that we're doing if we're doing it at the same time every day. And I think exactly. this could apply nicely to our students yeah. who are using our study plan. Guys, I mean, we, we we do say sometimes it's good to, you know, try to establish a study time. But if you know that you need that variety, mm-hmm. then understand yourself and know what you need when you take on the study plan. Yeah, that message has come through a few times when in discussing preparation with students. The fact that you guys have to be honest with yourself about so much, honest with yourself about um, where you are in your English level, right? There was a recent Mm. blog post, I think last week about, oh no, it was a YouTube video that was put on our blog last week about um, how to begin studying for IELTS. So guys, if you're listening, if you're like discovering us for the first time and you're just starting on your IELTS journey, go to our website, IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com and search begin IELTS because there's this whole um this whole lesson that we just did about how to start studying efficiently and put yourself on the right track right away. And yes. yeah, again, part of that is being honest with yourself. How much time is this really going to take me? <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, that's a good point. I think that a lot of people get on the wrong track, wrong track and they waste like potentially years lying to themselves and not being honest about what they need about how, you know, where they need to be with their score and where they are now and what it would take to achieve that. We can deceive ourselves forever. Exactly. (laughs) You know, it's yeah. (laughs) So no, but that's true. And knowing that um, you can't do it all yourself. Right. So like what one thing we're talking about today is this specific feature of what you're graded on in writing task one. And this is something that you guys aren't going to find out on your own. Okay. So this piece Mm -hmm. of advice is, and I think a lot of most IELTS teachers are going to tell you this. It's not like a unique strategy to us. This is just a fact of the exam that you have to paraphrase the test question. And that should be the first sentence of your writing task one essay. Um, Mm -hmm. However, Different teachers have different ways of explaining this to you. So um, a student question we saw recently was like, how many words, what should I paraphrase? Like, how many words exactly do I have to change? So if, Good question. if you're studying with someone who doesn't know the test, they might give you the wrong answer. And I know that because before I was um, so familiar with the IELTS exam, I wasn't sure how to answer this. So a lot of teachers who don't know the exam just say, oh, just change a couple words. As long as you change Mm -hmm. a couple words, you'll be fine. So Hmm. what happens, guys, is if you copy the test question, okay, if you copy it word for word, or if you copy the exact sentence structure and only change a couple words, like only changing the preparation positions or, you know, whatever, then that will not be counted as part of your essay. Okay. That sentence is going to be crossed off. And what that does is it lowers your word count. So you might not hit that 150 words. 
Wow. So, it's actually very technical in the way that it affects your score if yeah. you don't do this. Yeah. Mm. And I've seen some students not only copy it in their first sentence, but take um, like a, a five or six word chunk from the question and reuse that a few times in their essay. And that also, guys, that also is going to be crossed off and not counted as part of your word count. So, paraphrasing you guys is necessary so don't only think about don't make it too easy don't just paraphrase a couple words because like i said that's not enough you should actually try to change the sentence structure if you can't um like swapping you know the subject and object and making it passive or just introducing a longer phrase in there to to make it your own so let's do some examples to clear this up for our students Okay. Okay. So um, I pulled up a question just now. It says, the charts below show the results of a survey about what people of different age groups say makes them most happy. Oh, that's interesting. So um, first of all, guys, where it says the charts below show... Um, mm-hmm. don't say below. I've seen so many students do that. G- guys, you're writing an essay. You're not going to copy the charts below your essay. That's <laughs> yeah, right. ridiculous. So right. that just shows right. me that you guys aren't really understanding the test question. You're not really thinking about mm. what the words mean. <laughs> oh, okay. So uh-huh. what are some paraphrases here, Lindsay? What could we say besides charts? Yeah. Um, well, you could say d- the word diagram. Uh-huh. So in, in these diagrams, we're being presented with, right? Something like that. Diagrams, we could say, oh, charts, diagrams, graphs, graphs, figures, representations, like figures. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, representations. That's nice. I like putting in that introduction phrase, though, because that really makes the sentence your own as well. Like with these diagrams, we are being shown that. That's a good strategy, mm-hmm. actually, to, to, to change the, the sentence structure, because you could use that in every question. So guys, come yeah. back to the um, <laughs> blog post about this episode, because I'm going to write out some of these structures we're coming up with, and yeah. you'll be able to use them in your essays. If you don't have much time to prepare for the IELTS exam, you cannot waste your valuable hours looking for free resources. What you need is a daily study plan. And that's what we offer you along with strategies that actually work in our Three Keys IELTS success system. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S and get in today. Yeah, so come back, guys, to IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com. What should they type in the search bar, Jessica, to find this particular episode? Well, this is actually episode 314, guys. So you can type that in there, okay? Yeah. So good. I like that. I like that. Should we try another one? Yeah. So let's see. What could we say instead of show? I like exhibit. I always... I like exhibit is good. How about demonstrate? Demonstrate is also really good. Exactly. Um, Display. And Mm -hmm. then different age groups, because that comes up as what is compared a lot in task one. So it's useful thinking about Mm -hmm. how else to say that. So people of different age groups, we could say folks, that would be too informal, I think, though, in an Mm -hmm. academic essay. We could just say, we could replace it with a pronoun, like those of different generations, perhaps. Yeah. 
a, a rain, those uh, show a range of different ages, you could say, right? This, this uh, diagram represents a range of different ages, something along those lines. Yeah, exactly. And then what makes them most happy? And that's weird. That should be happiest. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, make someone happy. You guys could come up with lots of paraphrases for that. And yeah. my advice when you're trying to paraphrase or when you're trying to think of um, synonyms or other words to include in your essays, always be more specific or more extreme and dramatic. So maybe don't just say happy, um, say joyful or exuberant. <laughs> or satisfied. How about satisfied or satisfied? Or, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Let's look at a different question now. Oh, and just as another note, guys. So before, uh, sorry, at the end of every task one question, there's the same sentence. It says summarize the information by selecting and reporting, blah, blah, blah. Guys, don't even worry about reading that. It's not necessary. And definitely do not put that in your essay. I've seen students also copy that into their essay. And I'm like, what that? It doesn't even make any sense. Oh, wow. That's weird. I know. I <laughs> don't, don't do know that, guys. Do that. I think that just that <laughs> happens when people are really nervous and they like doubt that they understand what they're supposed to oh, talk should, about. That, that, that makes me think we should do an episode next time on the top five silly mistakes that people make when they're nervous. I think that Ooh, would be a good topic. That is such a great idea. I love it. <laughs> um, okay. So here's a question, a change over time question. Remember guys, that change over time, um, it's going to be three or more years included in there. If it's one year or two years, consider it a static essay. If it's three or more years, consider it change over time. So um, as we have talked about in recent episodes, these questions, it's important to know the difference because it's different vocabulary and it's different overall trends. All right. So you can hear more about this by listening to our past episodes. Go to IELTSAllersEnglish.com and search change over time or search static to get more specific information. Yes. Okay. So this test question says the chart below, it always says that guys, the chart below gives information about some lands. That's funny. Instead of coming up with a country name, they just said some lands, some, some lands, land. okay. main exports in 2005, 2015 and future projections for 2025. All right. This is really good to paraphrase. So, um, how could we, switch the sentence structure around. So I mentioned that that could be a strategy here. Um, so let's see. We could try to make it passive. Is that possible? So we could say, use it as an introduction phrase. Um, mm -hmm. In uh, 2005, 2015, and 2020, let's see, the main exports. What could we say for main exports? What about the main item, the main item sold from specific countries? Yeah. From How about somewhere the principal, <laughs> principal goods sold? <laughs> yeah, the principal, principles instead of main, because that would be a good one to change. Yeah, the principal goods sold. Yeah, the principal goods sold um, in three years. Or let's see, information about the principal goods sold for three years is provided in the chart yeah, below, right? So just mm -hmm, switch that mm -hmm. around. That would be the easiest yeah. strategy to make sure that the examiner will not mm. cross this off. Oh, I like that idea. So that could be a very go-to strategy if you don't want to 
kind of have a bunch of ideas in your head on how to do this, guys, go with that one because you're sure to change it quite a bit if you do go from active to passive. Exactly. You make it a passive sentence, you're going to have to switch up a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's perfect. That's our go-to strategy. We just <laughs> come up and discover these unique things all the time at IELTS we Energy. We do. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. So, guys, what I recommend doing to practice this skill. So, the way that... Our lessons are in the course. The way that I teach students is that we first isolate the skills needed, such as this. This is one skill you need, paraphrasing, right? Same as coming up with an overall trend. That's the next isolated skill. So we take these skills that we need and we practice just this skill, right? So what you guys need to do is look at a bunch of test questions. There are lots of websites for doing this. I recommend either IELTS Buddy or IELTSExam.net just for the questions. So look at these questions and just practice paraphrasing, right? Just yeah. one by one, just paraphrase each of the questions. And then it's time to move on to looking at the numbers itself, themselves. So um, here's another <laughs> guidance for further listening, guys. Search our website for overall trend. There's a YouTube video about it, video about it, and it is posted on our blog. So that's the next step after paraphrasing is to Go back for each question and write the overall trend. Love that. Love that. The key is making sure you guys are working with these strategies and putting in the work before test day. I mean, this is not something we want to try out on test day. We want to make sure right. that we try these strategies over and over again on practice tests and exercises, preferably the ones in our course, guys. Yes. <laughs> that's the best way to get what you need. So to get into our course, go to allersenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S and we can show you how to do it in a step-by-step format to make your life simpler and easier. Yep. And then you don't have to scour with the internet looking for free test questions and free strategies Ugh. or whatever. So much work. Everything so much you work. need is in our course. It's funny um, because we do check up on our students in our course and we do read their comments and how it's going. Um, and yeah. we always ask what other resources they're using. And to be honest, you guys, there are some students that are like, I'm not using anything else besides what's on the study plan. Like this is your course gives me everything I need. That is all that I'm yeah. using. And then when they do list extra resources, by and large, they're the ones from our study plan. Like they're just they're just <laughs> saying, I really like this recommendation and I'm still using it to practice my English. Yeah. So everything exactly. you need is in there, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we keep you guys busy with the right stuff, but it's not busy work that you might get in a, in a class. I mean, we've talked about how a lot of IELTS classes, when you go to a traditional school, will give you a lot of busy work, but they won't show you how it's connected to the test. Exactly, Everything we yeah. give you in the study plan is directly connected to the scoring system. Yep. So you're not wasting your time. If you measure your time, you're, if, if your time has value to it, then this is the thing you want to do, guys. Yes. Exactly. I mean, Lindsay and I high, highly value our own time and we're yeah. we're not going to waste our time giving you guys busy work because we made this. Every lesson, yeah. every video, every lecture, everything in there is what we made and we didn't yeah. waste our time. We didn't right. we didn't we didn't <laughs> do anything that um doesn't have purpose, right? Because yeah. you know, not only do we value our time, but we know that you guys are busy as well. 
Yeah, love it. Love it. All right. Well, that was good. That was an important question to answer, Jessica. And we will be back here next week with more IELTS wisdom. Sounds good. And this week and every week. We just, there's so much this to week share. And every week. You got it. There's a lot to talk about. We can talk about it for thousands of episodes and we're on track for it. I know, right? Jeez, we're amazing. <laughs> All right. Very cool. Jessica, I'll talk to you next week. Okay. Sounds good. Bye, Lindsay. All right. Take care. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.